and gentlemen. How are you doing out there? Welcome to Intergalactic Interviews. This is episode 80, geriatric as fuck. And uh, I just want to let you all know right now, uh, those of you listening, if you're in the lower mainland of British Columbia or Vancouver, or maybe you're just curious somewhere else and you're figuring you want to maybe come out this way, uh, I got to tell you, the premier isolation tank experience in this area right now is Floathouse. If you go to floathouse.ca, you can get yourself an extremely, extremely perfect absolutely awesome awesome one-on-one isolation experience in an isolation tank if you don't know what i'm talking about google it it's super documented it's been everywhere there are a number of podcasts that talk about it, a number of uh, uh well-researched well well uh entrenched people in uh intellectual fields that that definitely endorse it uh i endorse it because it's a really clean facility it has uh it's super private you get your own uh, shower, you get your own uh, room, you get your own, like, they give you a, a, a house coat. Like, it's beautiful, man. It's like a spa for your mind. It's super tranquil, it's relaxing, and uh, you should check it out. And if you do, make sure you use our pro- podcast promo code IIPodcast. Uh, that's lowercase i, lowercase i, podcast. Uh, and that stands for intergalactic interviews, you fucks. Now, that being said, uh, I should also mention that for the last few weeks when I said, Oh, it's for the... I gave a few examples, Kevin Banner, mm. who's our guest today. I'll, I'll, I'll get to him in a minute here. But uh, I gave a few examples, Michael Saavedra, Hi. co-hosting over here. I gave a few examples, C-Martin over here, uh, of like how to use the, the float tanks. And I got some shit for it over the weekend. Mm. Someone approached me, I don't want to say who, and they said that if you... like, I was like, it's for the, the guy on a sports team who definitely just you know wants to visualize the big game. It's the... And then I said, this is the one that got me flack. It's for the housewife that doesn't get time away from the kids that just wants a moment to herself. Now, in my mind, I was like, that made sense, right? Sure. Right? So who had a problem with that? I'll tell you this. A housewife had a fucking problem with that. <laughs> a big, big fucking problem. And, and I'm not the kind of guy to, you know, make a big deal. But here I am. Well, listen, lady, you had enough time. <laughs> To be listening to a podcast, <laughs> you got, I, listen, I don't know, fucking, people are, are so ready to be upset about something that seriously she was upset that you said. She was just like, do you have to be so misogynistic? Oh, fuck her. <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> fuck you. You overreacted to that. You can react accordingly to this. I just said, fuck you. But in all honesty, fuck off. Like, is that really something that is so offensive that you had to bring it up to another person? Jesus Kevin Christ. Kevin Banner, you're not being very sensitive to her microaggressions. No, and... fuck that shit. Microaggressions <laughs> is a word that was created two years ago. <laughs> and I don't take words that created two years ago seriously. <laughs> so, th- so that being said, if you guys use uh, podcast promo code... Oh, I- this I- is still a commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you guys use II podcast, uh, go to floathouse.ca. You'll love it. By the way, that was the best one. I think next week we're just going to have the guest read the ad. That would be it's the probably best a thing. good idea. I should have just had Kevin Ben read it. Now, that being said, uh, on my immediate right, I have my co-host. Uh, he's uh, fantastic. He's been my one of my best friends for over 10 years. Super fucking good guy. Social media guru, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Svedra. How you doing? I also have uh, C-Mart running our video cameras. He's famous for saying, don't follow me on social media. Definitely getting the Barbra Streisand effect. And if we can just casually... Look over to our guest and uh, illuminate some of his many accomplishments. Uh, this gentleman, he, he's opened up for the likes of Norm MacDonald, uh, Bill Burr, 
uh, a plethora of talented comedians, and he is fucking just ridiculously talented. One of my favorite comics in the city, and uh, helping me complete the uh, the ever growing collection of excellent talent here in uh, Vancouver. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Kevin Banner. Hi. Oh yes. <laughs> That's good. How you doing, sir? Good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show, and uh, you know, it's been thanks long. for bringing me to this room that has a honeycomb with moss growing out of it. <laughs> it's not I bad, right? That. It's not bad. I like it. Are we doing for levels over there? I feel like Kevin's a very... Am I Ke- too quiet? Do uh, I got to get up on this? Do I got to get back should, on You can it? get up on that if you want. Yeah, a little bit. You <laughs> Is this better? <laughs> I don't want I you to... I just don't want to blow people's ears no, up, but good. I also don't want to sit here uncomfortably for the next three hours. Yeah. We've got a <laughs> marathon podcast tonight. I'm like, uh, what are you doing for the next six and a half hours? <laughs> you want to come do the show? Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you're fucking rad, man. Uh, oh, shut this is a little long, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is a long intro, and I hate more than anything ha- being complimented because I just I never feel worthy of it. <laughs> That's why I'm doing so, it. That's why I'm doing um, it. I'm, I'm trying to put you on edge a little so, bit. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, I gotta say, it's been a long time coming. You've, yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I gotta tell you, originally, yeah. way back in like episode, <laughs> fuck, man, episode got to be like early 20s something like that 20 something this is episode 80 um we had a bit of a like a six month hiatus so we should realistically probably be around 110 mm. or something right now but that's not the case so um back though back then though like around episode 20 or so i had this in my head i was like ooh, gotta get kevin banner on the show i fucking love him we, we had kyle bottom was that on. around i was gonna say that was around the time kyle kyle came on did yeah. he like move to toronto around then or that something was, and... <laughs> that started a weird chain of events where I'd have a comic on, and very shortly after that, said comedian would then move to Toronto. I, yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had Kyle on. Kyle's like, um, yeah, I'm going to Toronto, and uh, I'll it's be not there. A bad Kyle. Yeah. My dad. Like, <laughs> uh, like, Here's the thing, too. Okay, so for Vancouver comedy scene fans, Kyle Bottom talks about his dad, and he references that his dad is alpha as fuck. I've met his dad. I've had meals over at his parents' house. His dad is not like a big alpha <laughs> fucking guy. Like when I think of an alpha guy, I think of more like like a big imposing, like he's in the room and he runs the room. Kyle's dad is like a, a, not small, but he's a smaller sweetheart of a man. Like he couldn't, his, his parents couldn't be nicer. And then you hear his act and his dad's alpha as fuck and his mom's an idiot. But he literally says my mom is stupid in the act. That is actually like, yeah, it's pretty fucking hilarious how he sets that up too. But yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine people. Uh, other, (laughs) I should say side note, Mm. your alpha is fuck because you taught him he told me on the show that you taught him how to change a tire. <laughs> I did. I, Kyle was in his 30s. I think he was like 31 or 32 at the time. And I taught him how to change a tire. And he went. the first thing he does after I show him what to do is he sits down. He's wearing shorts, cross-legged next to the, <laughs> next to the car and starts undoing the lugs. And he goes, uh, the whole time he's doing it, he goes, I'm doing man stuff. Man stuff. I'm getting dirt under my fingernails, fingernails man, man stuff. stuff. Which is yeah. decidedly unmanly. <laughs> and the best part of that story is that that weekend he worked with Dana Gould, who is a great, amazing yeah. comic, wrote for The Simpsons, uh, was on Seinfeld. Like, he's just fucking awesome. And I told him that story. And when Kyle came back through the curtain... Dana was sitting there and started singing, dude, man stuff. And it was one of the great moments <laughs> of my life. Because I'm like, a Simpsons writer just helped me burn my friend. 
that's uh, that's perfect. That's exactly what, it, what I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Jordan Cohen. Short, short, yeah. Shortly left, he showed up on the show and then was like, "Yeah, I will be uh, moving to Toronto very shortly after this." Yeah. So I was like, "What the fuck?" So I, I love that guy. He'll be back sometime in the next couple months. But yeah, I love Jordan. We're in a, uh, a, a Facebook group chat. It's Jordan, Kyle, Ivan Decker, and myself, and we mostly talk about things that we hate. There's not a lot of positivity coming out of that Jesus uh, group. So if somebody does something or says something stupid, it's just fucking. All bets are off. We, <laughs> if 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 the contents of that group chat, and I almost don't want to say this because it's like tempting a hacker, <laughs> but if the contents of that group chat got out to the public, people wouldn't like us all that much Would because be? we're very opinionated and we're very um, strong in our opinions. You guys are fucking killers, though. We're you mean. just you just named like a bunch of fucking We're my mean. favorite comics. <laughs> uh, I think I think the contents of it should probably stay private. Probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, I we all think it's justified. Like, we're not just randomly attacking people. We're attacking people that we think suck, and what's wrong with that? Is it mostly mean? Like that fucking lady on the that complained to you. I really, that bugged me. It's stuck in my craw. <laughs> the lady on the, on the pre-show advertisement there that got mad. Like, what's wrong with a, what's, I don't understand why, like, the people that are listening now heard that already. So, why is that a thing to get mad at? Just to say housewife. Just as a man to say housewife. How dare you? You've never been a housewife. It's like, fuck, that is a thing that people are. You're putting the negative <laughs> fucking angle on it, lady, by saying, oh, just I'm just a housewife. No, that's, that's a wonderful thing to do. You're helping mold the next generation of idiotic people like you. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, Jesus. I just, I feel like, and it's, it's almost becoming hacked to talk about <clears throat> how sensitive people are, but it, it, we really are in a, in a golden age of, of outrage where it's the fucking people can't wait to comment on a, on a story about somebody doing yeah. something shitty or, oh, he fucking did that. I knew he was no good. And then it comes out, you know, six weeks later that the person was completely innocent. I still don't like him. Well, yeah. you know, That's a, like the, the moral outrage, <laughs> the ability to like look down your nose at someone in this era is just so fucking prevalent. It's ridiculous. Well, and the thing that bugs me too is that that takes attention away from legitimate issues that people should be getting outraged at like what i am who am i to say but uh, like <laughs> but just anything that's real like like word policing when it's really not effect you're uh, you're uh by by saying housewife you're uh, adding to the patriarchy of you're just saying housewife it's not that yeah bad it's not you're not oppressing anybody what's the intent right yeah i, I was just trying to trying to show a scenario yeah. Um, I think this person in particular, I think they only wanted to, uh, like, I'll be honest, I don't think they had a lot to say to me. Right. And so they were like, what can I say? What can I say? And then the first thing that comes to mind is this. And they don't expect me to, you know, talk about it Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's, so whatever. I, I get angry. I believe me, I'm calling out somebody for having irrational anger irrationally angrily <laughs> um it just it's something that frustrates me because i know that someday my life is going to be ruined by a blogger or something well have, have you had like uh, any fucking no. kind of attacks nothing yet i did have somebody gave me yet. shit no i mean i'm not like 
<laughs> I'm not like one of those comics that's like intentionally vicious or trying to shock or anything, but some things I do say border on offensive, depending on who you are. But that's the thing is like, to me, it's not offensive. It's just funny. And, and now we're getting to a place where people are like, you can't just hide behind it's just jokes. It's like, well, sometimes Why not, you can. though? Like, who the fuck said that we can't do that anymore? I think... Bloggers. I think it, <laughs> it can't be considered hack until we address this, and there's actually, like, some kind of rule-based system or something. But then, like, yeah. do we need that? I don't know, though. It's... I know what you're saying, though. It, it is kind of... It's, it's frustrating, and it's I'm frustrating. not the guy to answer... Like, I'm not, I'm not a, an answer giver. I'm not a solution creator. I'm just a fucking <laughs> dick and fart joke comic who hates the idea that 10 years from now I won't be allowed to make dick and fart jokes. That's fucked. Because some people have irrational gas and then you're making them feel fuck off. Exactly. It's just this... Irrational gas. Yes. Jesus. It's just this slippery slope <laughs> where it's like, yes, there are there are offensive things. Yes, there are things that people shouldn't talk about. But it, anything you can make funny. I'm just spinning my wheels and saying shit that have been said a, a thousand times. But it just it frustrates me so much, especially in Vancouver where people react in an ABC way, they hear a, a certain word and without hearing the context of the word, they just go, you said that word, this is how I'm supposed to respond. And it's so goddamn frustrating where it's just like, stop and actually listen to what's being said. Yeah. Because I've made sure that none of the stuff that I say on stage, unless I riff something, and that'll be the end of me, is when I say something off the cuff that just bucks me over. Because well, you I, don't have time to discern yeah, it and like but, decide if it's okay. But like, I even, okay, so I have a joke about Todd Aiken, who is a, a politician in the States who talked about if a woman is raped and it's, quote, legitimate, oh, yeah. that her body will shut down and she won't get pregnant. That's Le science. Legitimate um, rape, yeah. Yeah. So I have a joke about that where I talk about what a fucking idiot he is, but a lady one time gave me shit saying, like, you shouldn't talk about rape. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm on your side. He shouldn't talk about rape in a, in a manner that's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that's, that's exactly it. Like, you're, they're taking the inverse... Of the joke and like taking that as they like just the see seriousness. A, a yeah. heavy set white guy say <clears throat> rape and they uh, they go, you shouldn't be allowed to. And it's like, oh fuck, and, yeah, watch me. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, just a, it's just a load of buzzwords, right? Like each exactly. buzzword comes out and they just hear what they want to hear. Exactly. It's like the context exactly. of that yeah. joke is that this guy's a fucking idiot for saying that. It's not rape is good. Yeah, now, that's exactly Isolate it. that drop and put that in, <laughs> yeah. sprinkle that in throughout the This the just podcast. in, uh, rape apologist Kevin Banner. <laughs> rape is good. That's all we're using for the video on Thursday. That's going to be that <laughs> just, small clip. Uh, Kevin Banner, rape endorsement. No, <laughs> yeah. no uh, like, you bring up a lot of good points, though. I got to say, I know you don't like being complimented, but the fact is, you're uh, a funny guy. Jesus Christ. You definitely, you, you know, you contributed to the scene enough that for you to say um, anything... Um, regarding this is important because right now we're compiling uh, like a basically a, a very large town forum if you think about it like that sure. there's like a, a large contingent of people out there that have a voice and are saying stuff about it and either you're going to wait on the sidelines wait to see how things shake out and then you'll adjust your act accordingly or you speak out and you have the ability to possibly affect some type of change I mean I don't know about policy development but like there should definitely be something on the record where it's like hey Kevin Banner definitely doesn't appreciate well, that, this kind of shit. I, here's the thing. Uh, there are idiots on both sides. So there are... 
there are people who don't hear the context and there are comedians who don't use the proper context. So they're, they're like, why can't I talk about, uh, well, let's stick with rape so that I don't end up saying a <laughs> yeah. foul word of something That's else. That's the but, first time this ever been said. Let's stick with rape. Let's stick okay. with rape. <laughs> yeah. but, so they'll, they'll make a rape joke uh, and think, well, I can make a rape joke, but because uh, you can't stop me from doing it. So they do it not because they have something funny to say or an observation on the topic, but because they went, they wanted to write a joke specifically about rape. And it's like, well, if you're offended, then you're a pussy. It's like, well, maybe your joke is coming from the wrong place. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah, okay. the, the, the big problem with everything is idiots. There are idiots who don't understand political correctness. And there are idiots who don't understand it on the other end where it's like, you still have to, you have to have, you can't just say shocking things just to shock and then be like, people are shocked and mad at me. It's like, well, <laughs> you went out of your way to do that, so now you can't play a victim. You just, I, I just, you have to be able to stand behind what you're saying. And I feel like a lot of the people that are going out of their way to make these offensive jokes can't because it's not coming from anywhere real. It's coming from a desire to... Uh, offend somebody That's like it's just coming time, from yeah. a di- I, I don't know no, you're I right no no ass, no, but... no no because like you're right you got a good point there because someone who has the intention of like i'm gonna write about rape no matter what comes to mind the rape is the center yeah. point of that whereas like completely contrasting that the joke you're just describing with the politician that uh what was that guy's name todd aiken todd aiken that motherfucker, that, I mean, that story goes across. I, I remember hearing about that and being like, Yeah, and wow, like the, the that, original joke, I think I fucking The joke's on him, like really. 2012, is, but that came back again like two, no, last year, the guy did another interview saying like he stands by what he said. It's like, well, if people listen to what I said, and it's like, oh, God. Well, but, he, probably, he probably realized that he had way more to lose if he turned tail basically if he has to stick to his guns yeah. or he'll lose he'll lose the constituency emboldened with that statement yeah. basically wow, that's fucked up yeah everything sucks everyone's garbage that's <laughs> basically the point that i'm and trying that's, to make uh, that's all the time we have tonight <laughs> uh, Brilliant. let's talk about this for a minute here man fucking sure. uh so i saw like a video that kind of went medium viral the other day that with uh ladies choice oh, is that Jesus, right yeah so Saavedra <laughs> and i and uh we're getting seamart into it but we're uh local wrestling enthusiasts sure like a little squared circle here and there you know and uh we see on eccw uh you recently were attacked what the fuck's going on yeah ladies choice um we had a Late, uh, this is we kayfabe do, as fuck. We do <laughs> Ring a Ding Dong Dandy, which is the show that Graham Clark and Ryan Beale um, and I put together. Graham and Ryan do the show. Like uh, we'll all submit funny wrestling videos, and then Graham and Ryan sit there. I do a ring announcer gimmick off the start, where I just give them a new list of fake credits every month. And like last time, <laughs> I said I think like Ryan. Uh, he's never seen a horse, like stuff like that, like just dumb stuff. And I give, I introduce them. They come up, they, we, we play these funny wrestling clips on the, the screen. And then they do like mystery science theater 3000 kind of rip apart the funny shit on the screen. Uh, 
So I went to promote. We got that show into just for laughs. That's Northwest. super fucking unique. I like it's that It's a lot idea. of fun. That's crazy. Um, Sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, have you ever been? Have you ever no, been? No, I haven't been. No. Next one's definitely... this Wednesday. Oh it's shit! One, one Wednesday a month at Little Mountain Gallery, but uh, we went. We got it into just for laughs festival. So I wanted to promote it, and I'm friends with some ECCW guys that I've met uh, through when I worked with Mick Foley, uh, a few years ago. That's right. Yeah. And so, um, I asked, Hey, would it be possible to promote the show? We'd like to get wrestling fans out. Cause the majority of the people that come out are comedy fans. They're like, Hey, we'll give this a try. And it, parts of it bugs me cause they'll laugh at the wrong stuff. And I'm like, no, that's not the funny part of this yet. That's the wrestling part of this, you son of a bitch. But so I was trying to draw more wrestling fans in, and so the idea was we'd go promote it. And so I get out there, and uh, local wrestler, Ladies' Choice, came out, and he was pissed off that we were making fun of wrestling. And I tried to make the point that we're not making fun of wrestling. We love and respect wrestling. It's just that, you know, there are funny things about wrestling. And yeah. To deny that is ludicrous. So Whoops. <laughs> he got in the ring, and he yelled at me, and... Uh, and then the security guy jumped in and pulled him away. And then I foolishly got the crowd to chant because uh, I said, hey, like if we were making fun of one of your matches, we would just be like, hey, that guy has a nipple ring. Be and it's funny because you're a grown man with a nipple ring. And so then I, I said, we might even try and get the people to chant nipple <clears throat> ring. And the crowd started chanting nipple ring at him. Easily. So he <laughs> told me he was going to show up at Ring-A-Ding-Dong-Dandy. And wouldn't you know it. Uh, just before the show ended, he comes in and starts screaming and flipping out. And he flipped over this table that Graham and Ryan had made pro wrestling dioramas for the JFL. Oh, shit. Uh, Graham really just, did. I'm just saying, this sounds so intricate. There's like dioramas and <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, like, uh, good on you, Graham. That's fucking... uh, Graham made a great diorama with like fans like in the back like he had googly eyes and then drew faces around them on the back cardboard so it looked like people were watching wrestling <laughs> ryan just put uh a vancouver giants action figure or no a vancouver canadians a baseball player action figure in a in a box and said it was uh stone cold beating up vince mcmahon or something like the bedpan uh so anyway, ladies' choice comes stretch. in. He's screaming and yelling. He flips over the diorama table, <gasps> and so at that point, I like run up and get in his face, and he he fucking punched <laughs> me in the head, and then grabbed Jesus. my belt and threw my head through the the drywall, um, and my hand, my head and my hand went through the drywall, and that was um, that was a bummer. And then, uh, and then Ravenous Randy, a, a local wrestler who's a friend of mine. Friend he, of the show, Ravenous Randy. He was there. And so he jumped up and was like, fuck, dude, this isn't like grabbed LC, ladies' choice. He was like, this isn't the place. This isn't the place. Lawsuit, lawsuit. And he dragged him outside. So he got him outside and then came back in to check on me. And while he was checking on me, ladies' choice attacked him with a chair. Oh. <gasps> And so this the all fucking nerve. I know, right? It was I was fucking furious. And so it all leads up to, uh, I believe April 9th is the date. It's a it's let me double it's the name check, of that but, card. Yeah, uh, Swidger, do you it'll know be ECCW's April show uh, on the, the 9th at the RCC on fourth. Tickets available now. And I will be in the corner of Ravenous Randy as he he takes on Ladies Choice because I'm not a pro wrestler, so I can't just. Uh, you know, there... challenge him to a, a match. But uh, if I see him, because like I know Ladies' Choice, like I haven't done shows with him, but I know that he's done. He's been doing some stand up. Mm -hmm. And if like I told people, I I emailed a bunch of showrunners. I was like, just 
So, you know, don't put us on the same show together because I don't want to fucking be in the same room with that guy right now because legitimately he put my fucking head through a wall. And then I had to do, that was during the festival. So I had to do shows that week and I had the next night Wait a minute. Off. It, that's the week you were originally supposed to do this show. And you were like, I'm fucking sick. Oh, I had a cold. Yeah. yeah. I had a cold Monday. Tuesday, I had a show that went not great because I was sick. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, not because <laughs> they had all the regulars there and they already know my shit. Uh, Wednesday was ring-a-ding-dong-dandy. My head goes through the wall. Thursday night, I had the nasty show uh, at the Rio, which was fine because it was the big room. Friday night, I had the comedy mix. And when I got on stage at the comedy mix, I realized, I'm like, oh, I definitely have a concussion because like Holy the lights... Fuck. The lights, I had to hold, I had to grip the mic stand at one point, uh, like really hard to not fall over because I realized I'm Jesus. like, fuck, I got a concussion. And then I went and did the nasty show later that, <laughs> that night at the Rio. But I was, I was, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not super happy with how everything turned out. So I can't wait for the opportunity to, uh, to be there and, and see him get his ass whooped by Ravenous Randy. Uh, I saw the after photo uh, that, that yeah. just has, your head print in the drywall, and then oh, it, yeah. someone circled it. <laughs> yeah, someone Ryan Beal wrote yeah. my name and, <laughs> and the date and the show title yeah. under where my head went. Beautiful. The wall. I, it's. I'm. Here's the thing, too, and like, I'm so fucking fortunate because I was like inches away from they've got a 40 pound slab of rock that they use to prop the door open in the summer oh my god and i almost hit my face on that and like my face or my teeth or my nose like i could have been so fucked up so uh, in and all of the weeks to happen right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and so yeah and i had a big fucking red marks all over my head and uh well it's you know at least he yeah. had your your health in mind yeah yeah so uh he's gonna get his ass whooped and it's gonna be fun and uh yeah but i've just been like lifelong wrestling fan so to uh have the opportunity to be a part of it even if it's means that i got my ass beat in front of a bunch of friends and then like there was like people there that were like questioning like was this real because at first people were like ha 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 and then like people were that was the end of the show you can't go back to fucking joking about <laughs> Oh, okay. Fucking big boss man clips after that. <laughs> Everyone so look ahead. People yeah. are walking out, and I was fucked up. I was laying on the ground, <laughs> Dude, and like concussed. people are laughing, and then they see me, and they're like, "My my friend was outside, and he's like, yeah, dude." A lot of people were like, "I think he's really yeah. fucked up," and they're I was like, like, "Yes, I was." They're like, "Kevin's really fucking selling this, man." Yeah. He's, he's like, "Dude." Oh, there was a, uh, a bleeding in comics the comics girlfriend there, <laughs> and she's a doctor. And she came up, and the first thing she said, she's like, how much of this is theatrics? That looked really bad. I was like, I'm <laughs> fucked up. I was like, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain right now. And she's like, I'm going to call an ambulance. And I was just like, please don't, please. because I can't have that happen. I don't want to leave here in an please, ambulance. That is tonight. $400. Yeah. Don't, uh, so, do not do that. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, that's all, all uh, coming up, and I can't wait, because... Fuck, yeah. that's going to be sweet. Yeah. If I if there's an opportunity, like, all I hope for is one chance to throw a fucking right hand at him. Because I'm not a professional wrestler, but I did grow up in a redneck town. So I know how to throw a punch. <laughs> so I would, I just want one chance to just punch him in the snow. What, uh, what town did you grow up in? I'm from Souk. You're from Souk? Yeah, a little, little redneck Hamburg over on the island. Now, you know what? I think I've produced a rapper who's from there. Kelly Kelly? Uh, Guy Woods. Guy Woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went to school with Guy Woods. Yeah, Guy, um, Guy's a nice dude. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I haven't talked to him in a few years. He stole but... my, uh, back in middle school, he stole my uh, Los Delinquents. 
Remember them? <laughs> trade delinquents, I think their name trade, Trey. Trade delinquents. It's very yeah. uh, culturally <laughs> significant. <laughs> that was the them. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he stole oh, that, that one. And then he oh, yeah. gave me a fucking. I kept bugging him. I was like, hey, you still haven't brought that back yet. He's like, oh, yeah. So he gave me a mixtape. That he made, that he put together, it wasn't like his, his, like his just, own custom no, no, no. edit. He just, yeah, he just like <laughs> made me a mixtape, like we were going on a fucking prom date or something. But he's like, "This is how you make me feel." Yeah, Kevin man, Potter. you've really angered up my blood, reminding me of that. I, I want that. I have this like CD short back. list of things that like anger you. I'm like, remember when <laughs> you got concussed? <laughs> remember the guy that stole your CD? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm filled with love. I think uh, I think we should talk a little bit about uh, some significant stuff that's happened recently. Sure. I want to talk about it just because uh, Bill Burr is for me one of um, I think he's like my comedian spirit animal. Sure. Like, I was in Nashville and uh, it was about three a.m. and Netflix, natural U.S. Netflix that I didn't have to use a VPN for Ooh, anything. Fancy, right? <laughs> Uh, natural Netflix just kept saying like, hey, hey, Bill Burr, you might like it, Bill Burr. And so finally I was like, fuck it. So I, I started one of his specials 30 minutes in. I was like, let's just get the gist of this, right? Yeah. I started 30 minutes in, and it, the first bit I ever saw from him was where he talks about like, uh, I go to the grocery store, what's your number? My number is like one, two, three, four, four, five, six, yeah. seven, nine. Like rolls his finger it's on it. Lean on the key. Yeah, lean on, on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when I was like, holy fuck, I was like, this guy, it feels like he's talking from my head. I love this. I had that, you know, that total yeah. connecting feeling. And uh I was like, oh, this is sweet. So ever since I've been like big time into him. That was about three or four years ago. So uh you had the opportunity to open up for him yeah. last time. He uh, he just came through. Well, what was the experience like? Uh, how was that for you? It was it was very surreal, which is I know like a cliched word to use, but it was because, like you said, he's great, and most most comics I know would consider him either the number one or number two comedian mm -hmm. working right now. He's yeah. so fucking good. Um, I, I I definitely feel that way. I think he's like I know Louis always in the mix there, yeah. and the, the kind of thing. But I I think Bill. You know, with the exception of uh, F is for Family be and, like, Breaking Bad, I guess, and that kind of thing. Because this is, like, his only real thing, like mm. this in the podcast, like, right. I, I just feel like that, you know, I don't know. I, Bill's number one to me, but, but Louis a fucking beast, obviously. So. Yeah. Sorry. But no, 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 no yeah. worries. I, uh, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm such a fan. And so then a few weeks before he, I guess it was only announced with, like, 10 days notice that he was going to yeah, be doing a show. Quick. It was quick. And so. <laughs> they just tagged it into the Just yeah. for Last Festival. They're like, yeah. the festival starts on January 19th and ends, like, fucking, you like know, the, March. Two days ago, it started <laughs> on the 19th of February. That's right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, it starts now. When Bill gets to town that's what <laughs> but it was uh it was so exciting because like i uh a friend of mine uh works in promotions and she's like hey i've got two tickets they're yours you can have them and i was so excited uh just to have the opportunity just to go see him again i've seen him live before and uh, i was ready to go see him again see his new hour and uh yeah um maybe a week before i got an email that said that i was in running for for opening for him and that uh, please send a YouTube clip. So I sent a YouTube clip in, and then I got the email two days later, or a call two days later, and they said, yeah, he picked you. And wow. that he was nuts because um, I've never got the, I've never had like a, a social media <laughs> fucking bonanza like that before That's where crazy, it was just dude. like so many, uh, everybody... Everybody Dude, fucking it. Kevin Banner oh. here. <laughs> fucking just crazy, dude. Yeah, it's brutal. It's 
brutal. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, and so uh, I got the, the show, and then then it was okay. There's two shows, so you might just be doing the first one. Someone else does the second, and so it was right up until the day of the show where I was like, "Fuck, I don't know," because like now I've advertised that I'm doing I remember both, he, and yeah. then I found out that <laughs> yeah. I might not be, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I, I saw that on social media, and I was like, "It's a bold move." It's a bold move, and then, uh, but but yo, you played it awesome. That fucking turned out great. Right? Thanks. Yeah, no, it was. It I was heard crazy um, uh, from a couple of people that uh, didn't actually know you uh, that were like, "Hey, yeah, the whole show top to bottom was dope." Oh, so, that's that's dope. cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, if if anybody had taken that opening spot and done poorly, and then that would have been brutal because <laughs> there was tw- the early show. There was twenty eight hundred people there, and every one of them was ready to fucking laugh. Fuck. Mm. Fifteen minutes went by like that. Like I, I had my watch on. I never wear my watch on stage, but I had to keep time. Normally, I just put my <laughs> phone on the stool. But Bill's I personally didn't like want to have yeah flashing yeah. in the background yeah, with a cell phone. So I kept looking. I looked down at my watch and it was at like 14 minutes of the 15 I had to do. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, all right. So now I can cut down in my head. I'm still talking doing the show, but in my head I'm like, okay, now cut down that joke and that joke. Put those together and we're gonna end super strong and then bring Bill out. Mm-hmm. And then when I said like, uh, you all know who you're here to see. You may know him from blah, 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 blah. The, when I said his name, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear my own voice. And I've never experienced anything wow. like that where it was like he said something to me when I when we exchanged, like, trade the stage yeah. off. I shake, shook his hand. He said something. I'll never know what it was because <laughs> it was so fucking he, he loud. He gave you the uh, Boston code, whatever, <laughs> whatever it was. But I feel, like, I feel like it was like because everybody – because I've been in – I was trying to tell someone. I was like, I've been to – concerts like i've seen metallica a bunch of times where it wasn't that loud but i think it's because all of the mouths were facing the same way at the same time the snake pit they have definitely cuts down some of that they probably crazy yeah but uh yeah and then 1800 people on the second show and uh he did like 95 minutes on the second show and it was just so amazing yeah and he's the fucking the best dude i've ever met um, without naming names, like I've worked for uh, big name American comics who don't who who don't pay, don't pay, or or do they just like not associate after the show, before or after? Because you know? like in the no, music, I've been pretty lucky with like dudes that I've worked with have been cool, but there was one guy specifically who's like a very big name. Well, I shouldn't say that because I've only worked with a handful of them. There's one guy who was a big name and he didn't pay. No, that's not true. I've worked with fucking so many people. Yeah. It's awesome. My life's no. dope. Uh, but, uh, there was one guy who didn't pay opening acts on his Canadian tour and it really bugged me because if the venue didn't pay you, right. your payment was getting to open for him. Like the, oh, the cachet exposure. of that where it's like, yeah. kiss my balls because that's not... As a comic, especially as a comic who's making, you know, six figures a year, to forget the the guys that are making, at the time, four figures right. a year doing comedy. So that was really disappointing. But, but yeah, he's uh, Burr was just the coolest because not only did he... Uh, like, I got paid by the festival, and after the show, he says, I need your address. i got to send you a check. And I was like, no, no, the festival paid me. And he said, what did what did they give you? And I told him, and it was super fair for two 15-minute sets. <laughs> and uh, he's like, 
They give you that. Uh, He's like, dude. He dude. goes, per show? And I was like, total. And he goes, ah, fuck, give me your address. I'll send you a check. Oh, what a fucking good guy. He's the, it, he's the best. That's it was, fantastic. To me, That's it, awesome, dude. And I hope that, because I've told this story to people, I, I hope that if it gets back <laughs> to him that I've repeated that story, it doesn't bother him. Because the only reason I tell it is not to say, hey, I got more money. Uh, it's to say, no, of course. this guy is the fucking coolest. He's so down to earth and he's still, he's not only one of the funniest comics out there, but he's just, he's still a total dude. That's fucking right. Um, It'd be hilarious though if like turns out the whole tour you were the only guy he like had. And then, <laughs> the only other guy? I yeah. looked into it. Because yeah. okay. I, I, like, I asked other yeah. people, I said, hey, what did Blah Blah play yeah. pay you? He's like, like, dude, oh, this fucking didn't. guy. This yeah. fucking guy just just blowing up the whole game. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> But yeah, no, I wanted to be very yeah, clear it was not. Uh, it's well deserved Wilfred though. Bird. You're a funny fucking guy though. Thanks, man. Let's, if you uh, say that again though, I am gonna fucking leave because I don't like It's probably a good idea. Yeah. Kevin Banner, medium comedian. <laughs> well, how about just talk about things that aren't my ability level? Uh, yeah, 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 you're good at well, stuff. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, just talked about Bill Burr. Yeah. Let's talk about... Uh, uh, I I got to see Bill Burr a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. I also saw uh, Norm MacDonald recently. Yes. Uh, you opened for Norm. I did. That was a, that was a surprise for me because... It was a uh, surprise for me. I got that gig on 35 minutes that's notice. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's totally right. Because uh, I, I remember... Um, I was, I was pretty stoked. I was so stoked for that show that I was like researching ahead. Yeah. I was like, who's going to do the show? Da, la, la. And then uh, I walked Kevin Banner emceeing for the night. And that I was, was like, what? what the fuck? So yeah. how did that happen? What happened exactly? So to that point, and, and uh, uh, at that point in my career, I'd worked with some, some big names, but like not necessarily names that if you weren't a fan of comedy or pro wrestling that you would necessarily right. uh, get. Um, but... Everybody who's known me for any amount of time knows that Norm McDonald is on my, he's one of my top two or three stand up comics all time. One Big of my time. favorites. Big time. And I was doing a gig in 100 Mile House on a Friday. I did Thursday at the comedy mix with Big J. Okerson, who I love. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, I was at 100 Mile House. So a seven hour drive. That's a huge week for you, do man. Do a show. <laughs> and then Saturday, seven hour drive home. <laughs> and I just uh, got home from this awful drive, smoke a fucking joint, eating a slice of pizza, and I'm watching Netflix in, in bed. And I get a text. We need a host at the Rio. Can you make it down to host for Norm? And I almost said no. Yeah. Because well. it was like 7, it was 25 after 7. The show started at 8 o'clock. <laughs> And I almost said no just because I was like, <laughs> I'm super tired. I'm fucking stoned. And, uh, you know. And this pizza's I, really good. I, yeah. This pizza's dope. <laughs> and I hate doing things. Meanwhile, cut to me in my seat. I'm like, ooh, this yeah. is going to be a great show. Who do they have <laughs> so, lined up? They seem so organized. What's going to happen? <laughs> and I know that, like, to this day, I would have kicked myself if I had passed on. Oh, obviously, so, dude. I, uh, I, I hesitated for, like, 10 seconds. And I said, yeah, I can do it. So I throw on some slacks and a nice shirt. And I head down to the Rio, and I walk into the room, and there, there he is sitting there. And he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah." He's yeah. so much fucking <laughs> taller than I expected. Like he's How like, tall is he? I'm six two, and he was towering over me. He's six five at least. <sighs> Crazy. Uh, and uh, first thing he does is he fucks with me because that's what Norm does. <laughs> so I walk in the room, and he goes, uh, "Hey, you're the comedian, huh?" And he goes, "Yeah, I asked for you specifically." <laughs> and I was like, 
I, I know just based on how he said that, he asked me if I was the comedian and then said, I asked you specifically. So I know right away you're joking, yeah. but I don't know how to respond to because also you're my fucking comedic idol yeah. and you're standing a foot and a half away from me. And it's like, it's the real Norm Macdonald. Yeah. It's not a guy that looks like And him. he's so it's much like, taller, so yeah. I'm thrown off by that because he stood up off the couch and he's giant. Ah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, not good. Uh, so <laughs> I, I just said, I said, thank you. And I shook his hand and then met Sean O'Connor who was opening for him. And uh, we just sat there and kind of shot the shit. And he asked me where I was from. I said, Souk. And he goes, oh, yeah, I lived all over Vancouver Island. And, when I when he was younger, he like took a fucking train from uh, wherever Quebec out to out to the coast and and just found all these weird random odd jobs all over Vancouver Island. What? Just traveled. He was a man on the road, and uh, and yeah, and so we just he, he, we talked about like the James Bay Inn where he, he lived for a while. And I was like, oh, that was part of my, when I worked for Canada Post, that was my mail route. And Six dollars like, a night or something yeah, like, like Just fucking. But uh, he was just the fucking coolest. And then like we're shooting the shit in the wings just waiting for the lights to go down. Like he came up and watched my set from the side of the stage, which is not always the case when you work with somebody bigger. They'll come up like just the last two minutes yeah, when they're exactly about to it. go on. Yeah, totally. Um, but he sat and watched my whole set, and then after he said, uh, he, he I went to shake his hand, and he gave me a hug on the stage, which my friend took a picture of, which is a great mm -hmm. photo for me. Uh, and then he said, uh, he gets on the mic, and he goes, ah, yeah, hey, thank you. you're all right. Hey, how about Kevin, huh? Funny motherfucker. And my friend had a connection at the Rio, and she got the sound from the soundboard, so I have that clip of my comedy mm -hmm. hero saying that, which... Whether he meant it or not, uh, I have it recorded now. So That's super cool, man. It was the best. And he was just the fucking... Uh, I, that was the most surreal show I've ever had by far. Because as I'm doing the jokes, and my mouth got super dry. Like, I got super <laughs> fucking dry mouth. So, like, my super teeth cliche, are, like, sticking yeah. and... But I could hear him laugh at one point. Or at a few points. But, I mean, <laughs> one, I could hear him laughing and I'm like... Still talking, but in my head, my head is saying, that's Norm. That's Norm standing that's so right crazy. there laughing, listening and laughing and blah, 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 blah. What? And it was, it was fucking bananas. That's super surreal, man. And, and he was just the sweetest, the sweetest dude. But I had nothing to say to him. And he's very intimidating because he is so goddamn funny. I mean, he's fucking um, Norm McDonald. He's Norm. I mean, so like... it, was, it was an amazing experience. Because also to that point, that was the biggest crowd I'd ever played for. I think it was seven or 800 people there. And... Um, yeah, it was just so fucking cool. You do a great norm, by the way. Oh, you do a fantastic norm. <laughs> thanks. I'm trying to think. So people always ask me if I can do impressions, and I can, but I don't remember what they are until I'm doing them. <laughs> um, I know that there's somebody that I can do. My Bill Burr impression for years was just, yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. I told my old roommate, uh, Smokey, I told him about that, and he's like, I would just do this impression. He'd never seen Burr, and so then I was like, hey, let's watch a fucking Burr special. So I put one on. And it's like 25 minutes in, he hasn't said it yet. And he's like, fuck, he never says what he said. <laughs> in the next four minutes, he said it 11 times. There you go. Like, yeah, yeah, it's brutal. That's a good time. But yeah, yeah no, it's, I'm, I'm still so very aware of how fortunate I've been because there are a lot of people in Vancouver who are deserving of these spots. And I happen to grab a couple of them every once in a while. But Well, you put it a lot into the infrastructure of this, this scene. Like uh, friend of the show, Alex Sparling. 
him and uh, him and Devin. Dev. Uh, those guys. Um, when I started having you know comics on the show originally, um, he was like, "Yeah, we got this room eight and a half, blah blah blah." And then uh, as I was like learning more and more about uh, some of the history out here in Vancouver yeah. comedy, I was like, "Oh." Actually, originally that was Stupid uh, Kyle and me, Kyle Bottom and, and uh, Kevin Banner used yeah. to run this room. So, like, how how long did you run that room? And uh, uh, when did you hand the reins over? It was a monthly, and I think we did it for six months or something. And then Kyle was a bitch. Um, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle didn't want. Really? He's like, oh. I don't want to do this room anymore. Nah, and I was like, why? I don't want to do this yeah. room anymore. My parents. My dad. Um, he, uh, he didn't want to do it anymore <laughs> just because for whatever, like he said, he, it was too much work. But literally all that fuck had to do was host every second month because I booked the roster with the exception of the headliner <laughs> on our first show. So, yeah, we gave up that room and now it's a semi-successful weekly and... Uh, I love those guys, but <laughs> dude, that was that was a nice snipe across the across the bow. That's a semi-successful. Semi-successful in that it's not a huge room, and that sometimes they don't. Even though it's not a big room, they don't pack it out. But that's not a snipe against them. That's just the state of comedy in the city because the fucking wind could be blowing from east to west and then go west to east, and all of a sudden everyone's like, ah, I'm gonna stay in tonight. Yeah, they they have some uh, weird drop-ins though. Sometimes, like who the fuck recently? Isn't Daredevil? Oh, uh, T.J. Miller? That's it, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember Alex being like, yo, T.J. Miller just came in. I was yeah. like, what? Like, that's fucking kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, he was yeah. filming... Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Did I say Daredevil? Yes. Ah, oh, whatever. I'm a cunt. It's fucking... all the fucking same for nerds. I, uh, <laughs> no, I love, I love how, like, snarky I am. Like, I'm a fucking diehard wrestling yeah, fan, yeah. and then I like like to make fun of fucking people who nerd. like comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a douche. But, I remember that. But, so. Yeah, no, he was in town filming Deadpool, and he was at all the fucking rooms. It was nuts. But uh, Yeah, he did. He did his rounds. But I just thought it was kind of cool. It dropped into something like that. Yeah, and like, I he, brought Alan Havey there one night. Who yeah, Comedy nerds from back in the day would know Alan Havey. John, there was an article about, uh, I think it was in Vanity Fair, about the comedy seller that came out today. I oh, I actually saw you post it that. It was great, yeah. great article, and it was just kind of um, an oral the oral history, history of yeah. the seller. <laughs> Yeah. And John Stewart said, Alan Havey, who's one of the best comics I've ever seen, did one of the best sets I've ever seen at the Comedy Cellar. And yeah, we like Havey was in Vancouver filming something, and he's like I, a comics comic. Yeah, yeah, I was one of the. Well, that's the thing. Like I, and this sounds shitty to say, I recognized him, and not a lot of people did, because I find a lot of the people, because he's not a, a big, he doesn't have a big like YouTube presence. But no. if you're a comedy fucking. If all you love is comedy and wrestling like me, you're going to know your Alan Havies and your Headbanger Moshes. I could be honest, um, the Headbanger Mosh, <laughs> nice. I, I could actually tell you right now, if we had a few photos in here, I don't know if I could actually pick them yeah. up. I know the name. That's, but that's he's great, and he was great. It was the week uh, that Caitlyn Jenner uh, became Caitlyn Jenner, mm. and he had funny fucking quick shit on that already like he was it was it was great to see him around town all that week uh there was a uh, a local comic who's a real sweetheart so i won't say who but he bombed horrifically in front of Havy at graham clark's laugh gallery on monday and <laughs> he bombed so hard that he took the next day off work and oh, he couldn't God. go to his regular job because that's how bad he did it was a male so wednesday 
we were at the comedy mix and he was there and Havy dropped in to do a set. And I told Havy, I said, he took yesterday off work because he bombed so hard on Monday. Fuck. And he goes, take time off work. He should get used to going to work. Take time off of this shit. <laughs> I'm like, you're the best. Because I, I, yeah. I love ball breakers. That's the thing too. Is like, I worry that a lot of people think that I'm not, not friendly or approachable just because I'm a ball breaker. But like, if I... Like, that's how I am with my friends. If I would never, like, if you're, a, if you're listening to this and you're a new comic, I won't be mean. I'm not a bully. I, I'm definitely not a bully, but I like to pick on my friends. That's a And I be. feel yeah. like a lot of people might get the impression of me that I'm a meanie bobini. There's definitely, there's a, there's a guy, there's a, a shithead. I don't, I almost don't, I won't say his name because I can never remember it, but there's this. Kevin Banner, you're being really vague. Why don't you say what's on your mind? Shithead amateur comic. Okay, here we go. Who's not from around here. Okay. But uh, the day that I got to open for Burr, I got like four messages from people with screen caps. Oh, I saw that this. he'd messaged them and been like, yeah. I heard Kevin Banner's opening for Bill Burr. I, I don't really like the guy. I think he's an asshole. Now, what the this fuck? this all goes back to a misunderstanding on a comedy forum ten, uh, not ten, five <laughs> years ago four, five, this six pre- years ago predates now. internet forums like <laughs> unbelievable and, he, and he's, he thinks that he knows me, he's been in the same room with me once and so he's like he's a fucking asshole, it's like Nah, I, I, I mean I can be for sure but am I to the average person? No, I'm I'm more... Uh, what, what happened, though? Like, where does a disagreement well, there, like that there was, come from? So there was, a, there was a guy who, in because I started in Victoria... Okay, so some prick, right? There was a kid in Victoria who wanted to start a comedy room. Okay. But he had never... every He had signed up for, like, comedy shows to do, like, Ratfish Comedy is one of the shows over there. So he signed up to do Ratfish, like, three weeks in a row and then just never showed up. And then all of a sudden posted that he's going to start a room. And I was like... I get a little bit nervous about somebody starting a room when they've never done it and they don't know. And they just say, hey, who wants to be on my show? And then all of the worst people are the first people to answer because they're trolling oh for them. Oh, my God. So, so now you're going into a room that's never had comedy before. You're going in without a proper host, without a proper headliner, and without a proper act. So that will be the one and only. So that was my only concern because at the time, Victoria was such a young scene and I, I was worried for it. And I don't know if I was in the right or in the wrong there. But anyway, I said, I said, I'm a, it makes me a little nervous when somebody wants to start a room and they have zero experience. And so this fucking jerk off sends oh, me a private message and about how I, uh, you publicly deride an amateur. It's like, I'm a fucking amateur at that point. Like, uh, so I, anyway, this guy sucks no, you're right, shit. Though. And to yeah. this day, he fucking hates me. And he defends... Uh, anyway, I, there's a whole other story Jesus. about a comic trying to <laughs> jump in bed with another comic's girlfriend while he was away. Oh, and, my God. And this guy defended the bed jumper. So he's just a bag of shit. And then, yeah, on the day of the, the, fucking... biggest, the biggest fucking day of my career, when I get to work with Bill Burr... Uh, fucking he like messaged all these people and like people and like people that like me so it's like how the fuck did you think that was gonna turn out it's like all i'm gonna do so the first thing i did is i just told some of my friends that run rooms as i go just so you know if this guy ever asks you for show he sucks and he's a terrible person he doesn't like me so fuck you then buddy but he also he sent me a message to my uh because i've had him blocked on facebook for fucking five or six years but (laughs) he's not blocked on my comedy page oh okay so he sent a message to my comedy page saying uh 
you think I'm a nobody, I'm going to show you, and we'll see. Oh. Game on, oh. motherfucker. And it's like, all right, game on. Game uh, on. I'm 100 miles ahead of yeah. you <laughs> on a motorbike, and you're on foot. So, yeah, game on. Like, I hope that didn't come off as arrogant, but that's the truth. This guy Dude, can't... that's pretty accurate. Oh, he's a fucking... That's pretty fucking bum. accurate. I actually heard that uh, Teddy Long's going to come out, and he's going he's gonna to tag team with the ladies' choice. Hold on, choice. Playboy. Hold on. Tonight, Kevin Banner, you're going to do a show with The Undertaker, uh, which would be great. I, I, I've done shows now with two WWE Hall of Famers, and I'm trying to... Uh, I was at the Jake the Snake one. Oh, yeah, you did, you did Jake, Jake the Snake, Snake, too? So here's my Jake so the Snake Mick Foley story. and Jake the Snake? Yeah. Okay. Foley was the greatest because he stayed after the shows until literally every person that was there got an autograph or a picture, whatever they wanted. And... Uh, Jake was awesome because, well, Foley was great too because he was walking up the stairs on the Friday show and he looked up and saw me at the top of the stairs and he was like, hey, Banner. And when he said that, I was just like, oh, God. Mick Foley just said my name. Yeah. Like, I, I it, it, it was. The way you just said it, you uh, did that. Still, you did, I'm still so happy. You did about Mick's it. voice really good there. He's like, hey, Banner. <laughs> <I can> just... <laughs> it, was, it was so cool because, like, awesome. seriously, that guy, like, when I was in high school, he was my favorite wrestler. I, when I got his book, we were always allowed to open on Christmas uh, Eve one present. And I knew the one present under the tree. I was like, that is mankind's book because I asked for that. And like my blood, mom, sweat, and or to have uh, a nice day. Have, have a nice day. Have a nice day. A, yeah, a yeah. tale of blood and sweat socks. Or yeah. Uh, he. Uh, so I read that. I read fucking. I think it was like a five hundred something page book. I read like the first two hundred pages before I fell asleep. At it. Like I just yeah. love the guy. And so when he said that, I just I fucking totally nerded out on the of inside. Of course, man. Mark if he the had fuck suggested out. that we like uh, that he do something to me sexually, I would have just been open to it. Like it wasn't. It, I wasn't in control. <laughs> oh, Banner, I'm gonna um, put my finger in you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, listen, oh. give me that mandible claw. Uh, but uh, working with Jake was cool too because now I'm a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. I'm I'm down definitely more comfortable in my my comedy shoes too so there wasn't necessarily like you're he's he's a wrestler he's coming into the comedy world like if i went into a wrestling locker room i would feel very uncomfortable but he's coming into our world so why would i didn't yeah. feel uncomfortable right oh, you're right about that that makes sense and yeah. we're standing in the tiny yuck yuck screen room and it's even smaller because Jake the Snake and I are standing in it. <laughs> and he's got boxes of merchandise piled up. And uh, and so I said, I was like, oh, sorry, Jake. I'll get, let me get out of here. I'll, I'll shimmy past you. And he goes, brother. Brother. Guys like us don't shimmy. I was like, you're fucking right, sweet. Don't Jake the Snake. We don't shimmy. Let me tell you something. You don't just yeah. go out on the road and have your way with women, okay? <laughs> Guys like us don't shimmy. I was like, Guys. yeah, no, you're right. We don't shimmy. That's beautiful advice, actually. Yeah, no. So I've been I've been so fortunate in that. So now I've worked with two WWE Hall of Famers. I want the Honky Tonk Man does a one-man show. I want that in Vancouver. And more than any of them, I want William Regal to come do his one-man show here. Oh, that would be the it would be, would the be best. Amazing. I only like trying to my friends that are promoters, like trying to get them to book it. And they're like, but who is he? I was like, he's a retired wrestler. And they're like, was he like world champ or something? No, but he probably should have been. <laughs> yeah. uh, every he's like one of the most respected guys. And then they're like, we'll try and come up with like who's a comedian that you would compare him to. And I was like, I don't. 
don't know. Who's yeah. a comic? Who's yeah. <laughs> yeah. a comic that's really fucking awesome and that every comic loves, but he's not. Maybe he's like a Dave Attell. That's right. Like yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He's got some mainstream uh, penetration, but not as much as the people who love him think he should. But yeah, so I really would like to. Uh, Dave's Hashtag Regal too. to Vancouver. Yeah, I'd still like to see like uh, like what Dolph does, like when he does his comedy sets, or even uh, you know like when John Morrison yeah. does it. I guess when he does more like uh, improv and stuff. I didn't right? know that John Morrison did it too. John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Mundo, Johnny Mundo on uh, Lucha. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I know from what I've seen of Dolph Ziggler's stuff, it's not my cup of tea. But that's only because I like good comedy. Isn't he? Um, uh, isn't he just there? <laughs> Isn't he sticking it to uh, Renee Young? No, 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 no. That's uh, Dean Ambrose is is in a loving relationship. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Other held down. Jeez, misogynist. I'm starting to think that dummy was right. (laughs) I'm sorry if you're listening. You're not dumb. I'm just just joshing. I just had to check my. By the way, I just want to say this has probably been the most waves I've ever had to give on the fucking show. Like, people that are listening or watching for the first time, I don't know if you know this, but like, Immediately behind our guest, Kevin Banner here, is the street. So people walk by, and they're just they're like, what's going on in here? And you get your occasional looky-loos at whatever. But sometimes they linger, and they won't fucking leave until they get... That one get... guy thought he was able to come in. That dude actually... Okay, did you see I that? I thought he... that that was like a, a guy that you knew. No, no. Oh, he, okay. he pointed to himself and was like... Me, me, like in Night of the Roxbury kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, like me, me. You want me? I'm like, no, no I'm waiting. No, no, we don't want. No, we're, sir. we're trying to get I some see shit going. An empty here. microphone right there. Yeah, he's like, yeah. me, me. Is this for me? No, it's not. Never was. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, anyway, we broke the record for that. I think that has to do nice with Seamart over there. He's, um, he's encouraging them. I can fucking tell. Hmm? Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, you're fucking full, chock full of stories. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I didn't even know. Yeah. I just started fucking <laughs> yeah. running my fucking giblets over here, and I yeah, I had, some had some fucking fun. I had something saved in my phone. I wanted to talk to you guys. Sure, let me look this up. Banter amongst yourselves for a moment, please. No, we'll just edit this out in the future. Yeah, it's good. We'll just <laughs> actually uh, wait. Uh, we can Svedra, just a moment of silence. Svedra, what was your favorite? You were at the uh, Jake the Snake show, right? Yes, uh, I was. What What was your favorite j- part of the Jake the Snake show? Uh, I think it was the probably the. The Rick Rude story that he told towards the end. Oh yeah, that yeah. one was that one was pretty fantastic for me. Yeah, don't burn it. Like, don't it burn was, it. Yeah. But he did. He also told a story that I've heard him tell other places, so it's not bad to spoil. But he like Andre the Giant the farting on yeah. his shoulder, and <laughs> Andre had drank so much wine that day that the fart had like a whiny mist to it, so he stained Jake's like shoulder and he arm with wine fart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. fucking crazy. Do you know how long a giant farts on your arm? <laughs> as long as he wants to. <laughs> uh, okay, I found it here. I'd like to know what you feel about this, Kevin Banner. Mm-hmm. Michael Saavedra. Seamart. Uh, magic mushrooms. Psilocybin, mm-hmm. for those of you smart out there. Uh, reported to may permanently alter personality. Now, this comes from LiveScienceBeta.com. Sure says, just one strong dose of hallucinogenic mushrooms can alter a person's personality for more than a year and perhaps permanently, mm. a new study finds. People given psilocybin, the compound in magic mushrooms that causes hallucinations, demonstrated a more, quote, open personality. Uh, what 
is your experience with mushrooms? Let's go. I don't have any. None? Zero? No, you don't drink either, right? I don't drink anymore. Like, I'll have a beer every once in a while, but I don't get drunk anymore um, just because I go mental. Um, is that what happens? Not, yeah, not like like violent rage towards people, but I just, like, I fucking get depressed for, like, three days after I'm drunk. Oh, shit. So it's like not really worth it to, mm. it's like hey i'm having fun right now i can't wait to want to kill myself for 72 hours so jesus yeah it's just not <laughs> Fuck, worth it man. but i i make up for it like i'm not like a, a a fucking hyper dandy or anything i still smoke a lot of marijuana Hana. um yeah no i've done drugs i just don't anymore <laughs> yeah. i just have never got around and i never got around to much oh maybe that's not true this is one th- new year i had like uh, my buddy had like an old one like stump or stem, whatever the fuck you call it, of a mushroom. And he's like, yeah, throw that in with whatever else you're doing. Um, <laughs> but I didn't notice it because it was just in a pile of other shit. So I really have no uh, no mushroom experience. This isn't like a, a dare questionnaire. You don't have to like, you know, I, you don't have to prove anything to me. Oh, I, just, yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like you're you're already a, a cool guy. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, a real, uh, <laughs> I'm a real crystal pistol. Yeah. I did shrooms once pretty much every day for about two and a half months. That seems excessive. It's a little excessive. Yeah. Well, I I came from a small town that... uh, What small town? I came from Kenora, Ontario. That's where my mom's from. Shut the fuck up. That's where my mom was born and raised in Kenora and then moved to Winnipeg for high school. I grew, full I've stop. been to Kenora before, yeah. Okay, full fucking stop. Ken Benner, yeah, you know, yeah. we've known of each other. I've been a Lake of the Woods guy. What are you talking about? We, That's where I bought that fucking... Oh, <laughs> shit, son! That's where I bought that uh, <laughs> that uh, Trade Delinquents album. You, I was in Kenora, and I bought that. What, are the CD Plus? The I fucking, fucking couldn't tell you. I was 11, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that's where I okay. bought that fucking... This thing just came full this circle. Just, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, we've known each other, or of each other at least, for a few sure. years, right? Have we ever exchanged this information nope. ever? Okay. Let's fucking work this backwards. Your mom's from my hometown? From Kenora. That is fucking crazy. My family uh, in Kenora is like five, six generations Kenora. Like like one of the first. Back to the Stanley Cup winning <laughs> Kenora fucking. 1907. Whatever thistles. they were called. The thistles. The thistles. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Did they uh, build the fish? Uh, Husky the musky. Yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. yeah I got yeah. pictures of that guy. <laughs> Big time. It's a, it's a staple. Everyone has to pass through the eye of that needle. Definitely. Fucking, uh, oh, man. Let me ask you this. I, I thought for sure I was going to have to say, yeah, I'm from Kenora. Uh, home oh, of disgraced NHLer Mike yeah. Richards, something like that. And someone at Homer's Day, and I was like, how dare you say disgrace? Because, like, I got to tell you, when he was going through all that, the amount of, like, blind support he was receiving sure. was pretty crazy. <laughs> I they were like, I don't, yeah. And I, 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 I too, sense. I was, I was like, Mike Richards still deserves to play. He, he, sure. he deserves a chance. And he's killing it in Washington right now. Like, are we, so now that we have, like, advanced uh, testing and stuff, well, he didn't even get caught on a test. I guess he got caught smuggling, but <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, apparently, uh, off the record, I hear that he just tried to go over the border and was like, oh, I have this. Right. Unaware. Like, like the Dave Chappelle bit. I didn't know you could do that, right. kind of basically, you know. Um, uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, so. but I mean, fuck, who gives a shit? If a guy wants to do some, <laughs> guy wants to smuggle some drugs, let him smuggle some drugs. Fuck no, it. it's, I don't know. Fuck. I mean, what are we talking about here? This is only schedule one. I mean, yeah, fuck. It's just yeah. a few pills. That's crazy, though. It's fucked yeah. up how easily they hand out prescriptions down in the States for that yeah. stuff, but just how crazy they control it. Yeah. Like, like they're flipping it like candy, but then at the same time, they're like, oh, you don't have a prescription? We will fucking throw yeah. you in federal Well, I was listening to uh, 
the Patriot, Del Wilkes. Remember Del, the Patriot, uh, uh, the wrestler? He the, was I'm sorry, on the, the Patriot? The Patriot, Del Fuck, Wilkes. I didn't know that was his real name. He was on uh, Stone Cold's podcast, mm. and he was talking about when he was addicted to pills, and I guess like he was, he got busted. He 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 got like arrested like 20 times or something, but he got busted for false prescriptions like he i think he stole a doctor's pad or mm-hmm. something allegedly no he talked about <laughs> it but he, he was talking about how like his daily routine was go to this pharmacy and ask for this many and then go to this one and make sure that i'm getting this many from them and like he just oh, was oh that's okay so he would play them off each other yeah okay but it was crazy like i think it, uh, he was one of those Fuck, guys because i remember crazy. hearing stories about like kurt angle was up to like 30 Vicodin a day yeah. and shit like that. It's like, I don't understand how you're still alive. I, I, think I he take just... 10 and I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just puts them right into his fucking uh, neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a champion. What though. you were talking about... Uh, oh, fuck. Who, what were they saying? Who were we talking about? Some uh, drugs. Oh, mushrooms. You said that you took mushrooms every day for like two oh, months. Oh, yeah. I should, just, I should preface this by saying, because I'm from the small town, if what? I ever wanted to do shrooms, I would generally have to order like almost two months in advance oh, okay and then it probably wouldn't be the amount that shows up like right. you order a quarter and it comes in like a half an eighth or something like that so uh i i would when i found out when i moved to vancouver that oh you can you can order this over the fucking counter and like i found a place that just did that uh i went fucking into it and i was like oh and it's only like a fraction of the cost so uh, i produced uh, probably my first fucking three or four projects i produced were all on shrooms nice. and then uh it kind of it radically changed my personality to the point where I, I felt more comfortable. I used to be so much more angry and intolerant. Sure. And, uh, now so I, f- I get it. I'll take fucking mushrooms. Okay, just Fine. fucking take these. Put these in your mouth. <laughs> You're fucking awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, it's just what you were saying about taking mushrooms that many days in a row. I just watched, because he's one of my heroes, and he just recently passed, I rewatched the Lemmy documentary. Yeah. And he, when he was a roadie for Hendrix, they were doing acid all the time. Yeah. And he said that... Uh, they told you that it wouldn't work two days in a row, but we found out that if you doubled the dose, found it did. Out, yeah. That's <laughs> like, but he's, Jesus. He's, I think it's on that documentary or the BBC documentary about him, but he said that like he would go score 10 hits of acid for Hendrix. Hendrix would give him three and take seven and literally take them, like pop seven hits in his mouth and then go out and do his thing. And he wanted Lemmy, like, okay, you do your three right now too. Fuck, like, man. Can you imagine the... That's like there's peer pressure, and then there's Hendrix saying, "Do three hits of acid yeah. right now." Like, I'm doing seven, motherfucker. Like I'll, ne- I've never done uh, uh, acid, and I have. Ze- I'm 33. I'm not going to start now. But I was. <laughs> it was always it the thing yeah. that I was the most afraid of because I went to uh, uh, Steve Passmore's national hockey school when I was a kid. Okay. Do you remember Steve Passmore? No, he was. I'm trying NHL, to see how this connects. He was an okay. NHL backup goalie for a while, and uh, and they would bring in like drug counselors. It was like a, a week long. Uh, like eight hour a day. Oh, so it was camp. like a dare questionnaire. <laughs> they brought in a fucking. They brought in uh, drug counselors to tell us about like here, and then they told us about like some Russian hockey player who signed. He signed. He got a hundred thousand dollar signing bonus, and then drank it and drove his car into a tree and never played an NHL game, and that was it. And blah 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 blah. But one of the stories they told us was a guy took acid and then thought this piece of concrete was a Big Mac. Oh, my God. And it probably is one of those stories that they just tell you to scare yeah. kids. But the guy fucking in the story bit the fucking Big Mac and broke all of his teeth. Uh, I once? was just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was come just on. Like, I'll never, I was like, at that moment, I was like, I'll never do acid. I'll it's never not do it. it. And then I remember there was always like those 
urban legends like a kid in uh, high, uh, grade nine told me he's like uh, yeah if you do acid three times you're technically legally Ooh, retarded yeah, I, yeah, oh yeah, insane, yeah, insane yeah. Retar- Sorry, I've heard but, that too yeah yeah you're yeah. legally insane you can never be a pilot I remember that being I was yeah. like oh man my chances went from zero to zero like I'll never be a pilot <laughs> how many of these dog shit fucking things that we believed for years too were totally dispelled the, the day that Google became a thing oh yeah Big time. I, it, it moved us from the 80s to now, basically. That's basically <laughs> How it. many guys' sex lives fell off the table after Google, too? Where you think about, like, guys that would go to the bar and be like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm playing Joey's cousin on the new episode of Friends <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, beep, boop, pop. No, nope. yeah. it says here that you're a, a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> or how about the fucks that are like, I was in uh, SEAL Team 6. Yeah. Uh, I was in Zero Dark Thirty. That's based on me. Stolen Valor. Yeah, totally. You're just like, wait, 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 wait. The internet exists, you know? Like, like I know for a fact. Yeah, total Stolen Valor fucks. By the way, I just want to throw this in real quick. The only thing uh, that I got to tell you, like, I actually maybe, I don't know, depending on your perce- perception. The only thing I negatively took from uh, taking that many shrooms in that, mm. that amount of time, short amount of time, was uh, I fell asleep one night near the end of that binge. Um, I had this nostalgic feeling to watch Jesus Christ Superstar, mm-hmm. uh, the original Hans Christian Andersen, Andrew Lloyd Webber, whatever the fuck. And uh, so I was watching this, and I fell asleep. Now, those of you who used to steal things illegally on, like, P2P, like Kazaa, Napster, yeah. or whatever the fuck. Morpheus. Morpheus, exactly. Uh, if you ever use their internal player, oftentimes it was set to auto loop. So yeah. I turned that on, downloading. I was like, oh, it's going to stream. Cool. And I fell asleep on shrooms watching this thing. So now I see it pretty much every time I blink. Like I know yeah. all those words all the fucking time. <laughs> to the point that if like we're in Vancouver, let's say they're putting on a production in Spokane, Washington. Sure. And they have like a, a crazy injury, and uh, they need an understudy. I could probably step the fuck in. I'd be like, yeah. I'm your guy. I could be Caesar. I can also be Jesus. Yeah. I, can... <laughs> I had a similar experience with a buddy had, and it was the only time I've ever experienced it. A VCR like built into the TV that when the movie would end, it would just rewind and start. And one night I was super hammered, sleeping on my buddy's couch, and the, I put on the uh, American Pie as I was falling asleep. And it just fucking kept going. Oh my god, over the original? Over, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. And another time, like I, I fell asleep on a friend's couch, drunk back in the day, and it was the Matrix DVD menu. So there's 30 <laughs> seconds oh, of sound, and then it starts over again. It was fuck. It was a nightmare because it was also one of those things where like you're so drunk, but you're also asleep. And so you don't wake That's up. Right, you yeah. just go, why do I have to keep living like this? But you can, it, I can easily have woken super, up. Super susceptible. Yeah. By the way, this is the first time I can say this out loud. Uh, yeah, Matrix, directed by the Wachowski sisters. Yeah. Both of them out now. Lana right? and Lori. Yeah. I don't know. Let's say that, okay. Sure. Uh, I got to tell you, my friend. This mm. has been fucking awesome. Awesome. Uh, we hope you come back sometime. If that people want to follow you, yeah, it probably won't happen, <laughs> but uh, you know, if uh, people want to follow you, how can they follow you? Uh, you can check me out at Banner Comedy on Twitter and uh, KevinBanner.com. I don't have a lot of um, YouTube clips up right now, a lot of older uh, stuff. But... You have something good enough that Bill Burr specifically handpicked you. So... Well, that one's set to private. That's the one that I would send out. <laughs> Dude, to... you should be fucking... <laughs> no, but that's my showcase. That was a showcase set that I had for last year that oh, I, I had to send so. somewhere. And so if I didn't have that one, I would have had to send a couple years uh... old tape, which would not have worked. But the, that one has a lot of like my better, not better, but like my short 
jokes and like jokes that I could close on big. So I packed them all into like this six minute set. And um, so for those of you out here, longtime banner fans, banners, uh, yeah, hold now. But just like, <laughs> I'm doing, I am, uh, I haven't announced this yet, but uh, why not? I'm recording go. my first album in July, Ooh. so it'll hopefully be out in uh, late summer, early fall. Who's doing your album for you? Uh, I'm actually signing with 604 Records. Holy shit. Uh, with uh, the good people at uh, Nickelback, Theory of a Dead Man, Hanson, Carly Rae Jepsen, Bucko and Toad, and Kevin Banner. All on the same label. Dude. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, but Kevy, Kevy Metal Kevy, will, yeah. be, will be producing it. Yeah, Kevy did uh, Dino's album. He did He's a really great Dino's fucking job. Yeah. Chris James That's and right. Kyle and Ivan. All these unreleased albums. Like Kyle has an unreleased album just sitting did, there and I so did, does Ivan. Yeah, I did Kyle's. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, I did Kyle's. Oh, right at uh, yeah. Little Mountain? I did that. You actually, uh, I, I have a set from you that night. Oh, really? that I, I, well, I, I told you, you I'd just keep it for you. Yeah, like, but, uh, that was a, a bad play. That, for because like I mean, we don't have to say much more yeah. than that. But like, the, there's a reason why that one's not a. That, yeah, like, nobody we, fucking showed up to see Kyle. No, no. It was one of those things that, <laughs> no, it's one of those things that like, especially in Vancouver, your best bet is to do it at one of the clubs, just because they, well, there will be an audience there. Yeah, I, I don't want to um, put I don't want to put Kyle's shit out there, but like the real just to give context that that show was a supplemental show to doing it at the club. We had mm. we did. Three nights at uh, or three sets at uh, the mix, uh, comedy mix, and uh, you know how those go. Like, there's five shows yeah. if you do the weekend, right? Five shows. Kyle's like, uh, yeah, like uh, usually one shows shit, one shows yeah. incredible, and the other are kind of medium. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. He's like, just you never know which ones are gonna be which. Right. So I we managed to get like. <coughs> three mediums and a quarter basically and then uh i was like well we need to supplement this so he's like well i'll just do this show and then things just didn't really so that means because this is something that i'm learning now because if you recorded an unreleased kyle bottom album kevy has two so kyle has recorded two albums and not released them and that sucks because kyle has a great he won't listen to this i know because why would he i don't even think he's ever listened to any of the ones Um, he's been on yeah well yeah you're right though like great he's i'll tell you though like you know him because he he used to live with him and stuff right um he he's so fucking good he deserves to have um he deserves to have his material out there he really does i i tried to tell him up and down i was like bro we should just release this it's fucking funny i I have it mixed in a way it's gonna be awesome he was like uh well no i just can't and i think the timing of it was this we recorded the the comedy mix run Mm -hmm. we did that uh about a month before he went off to do seattle uh comedy fest there and uh he came second in that. So then he came home with like samurai sharp versions of that material. Right. Uh, right. And yeah. then, so he listens to that version and he's just like, ah, oh, it's like a seven out of 10. But I'm like, dude, it's fucking for anyone who's never heard it. It's 10 out of 10. I know your personal standards are this now, but, but yeah. I love him, man. I, I just, I hope he, uh, I hope he fucking yeah. figures shit out. Because... But no, that is a conversation I had last night with, uh, Sean Proudlove. He's a fucking mentor comic. Um, he's awesome. And, he said, like, your set, your, your album is going to be just a set frozen in time, so make sure you're happy with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm really... Uh, and when are you, when you're recording that, then? Let's plug the fuck uh, out July... Can we pause? Uh, July... <laughs> I don't think we can pause. <laughs> I believe it's the 7th? 
Yeah, July 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Comedy Mix in Vancouver. And the month before that, um, I'm also, I'll be emceeing at the Comedy Mix if anybody's in town and all of my dates just disappeared from my calendar. But the. July 7th, 8th, and 9th at uh, the at Mix? The, at the Mix. And then, oh, June 9th, 10th, and 11th, I'll be at the Comedy Mix and I'm hosting. And that lineup is Phil Hanley opening for Chad <laughs> Daniels. And. Phil Hanley is one of the best comics Canada, uh, Canada has put out in the last fucking decade. He's in the States. He just had a Comedy Central half-hour special. Um, he's done multiple, like, Craig Ferguson appearances. He's so good, and he's opening, opening. for Chad Jesus. Daniels, who is, and I've said this before, but he is the funniest comedian I've ever worked with who I didn't, who I wasn't aware of before the weekend that we worked together. Like, I'd seen his Conan set, but... He is the funniest comedian I've ever worked with whose name I didn't know before I worked with him. What day is that show? What day is that weekend? Uh, that <laughs> is in that's June 9th, 10th, and 11th. That is a killer show. Fucking right. And then, yeah, I'll be at the mix the July 7th, 8th, and 9th recording my album. Uh, awesome. Banner Comedy. Very awesome. At Banner Comedy and, uh, yeah, KevinBanner.com. Your fucking gem. Thanks, uh, man. If you want to follow Intergalactic Interviews, you can do so by going to intergalacticinterviews.com. Uh, we're now on iTunes. Uh, if you want to subscribe to us on iTunes, it's super easy to do. Just search us in the podcast section. Uh, you can also subscribe on SoundCloud if you don't want to use iTunes. Uh, we're downloadable. We're in a lot of places. We're on a lot of illegal Russian MP3 sites, apparently. I have no idea. Uh, if you want to check that out, intergalacticinterviews.com. You can always follow me, at MD underscore Boomsday, and that's on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to find me on. You can do so. So, Savedra, how do people find you? Oh, you can follow me at, at the Savedra. Twitter. At the Savedra. And uh, what's your Instagram page? Michael Savedra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Seamart, uh, uh, just throwing this out there. Do you, I mean, like, how do people follow you? Just a head shake. It's a good head shake. Seamart says, he- don't Head bother. shake of the week. All right. Get so, uh, Matt, you want to say goodbye to these nice people at home? Bye, everybody. And especially goodbye to my favorite housewife. Um, I hope that. I didn't offend you with my jokes today. Um, I know, here's the thing, I know that as a housewife and a mother, that you're so much stronger than you gave yourself credit for. By getting upset by, no, I'm just kidding. But listen, seriously, you are stronger than that. Don't let words offend you. I'm out of here. I'm going home. That's where my bong is. Thank you, guys. Good night. Wow. Okay, we'll see you guys all next week.